0: Good morning, everybody. Keith Hill here, foodtruckhelp.com. I love bacon truck.com. Uh, don't forget, please follow us on Instagram. I know it's been a minute, but I'm still uh, trying as hard as I can to get us uh, situated to where we can get our swipe up links on, uh, on the old IG. Uh, I love bacon truck on all social media outlets. Uh, please, Instagram is the push. Once again, if you will. Send me a, a DM and let me know you're from the podcast. I'll follow you back. Uh, it's much appreciated. I can't tell you enough how much it's appreciated. Um, I'm going to jump right into it. Um, COVID-19, here we sit on, let's see, what is the date? May 28th. Uh, as always, I'm sitting here having my coffee, and it's been a minute since I've uh, been able to record a podcast and and get to everybody. Uh, I'm going to be 100% honest. We've worked more in the last two and a half months than we ever have looking at, uh, payroll hours, et cetera. Uh, you know, I've been working 70 hour weeks. Uh, not that I'm complaining. We could have been working zero. It could have been a lot worse. Uh, so this is kind of the part two of the coronavirus scare podcast. Uh, that was last in line that we did here, uh, there were a lot of unknowns, a lot of uncertainties in the last podcast, and I think what I want to do today is talk about uh, where those uncertainties lie now and where we have been able to excel. Uh, we've been fortunate enough that over the last six years, we've been open every year has been better than the last, uh, and that's just mainly you know, due to knowledge our first year, we didn't know anything. We were we were absolutely lost, uh, you know, even coming from the bar and restaurant business. Uh, food truck is a different animal, as all of you know. There's definitely a lot of different details that you don't account for. And, and so we just, uh, over the six years, we've just learned a little more and a little more and a little more. At the end of the year, uh, Josh and I sit down. I kind of shoot in my ideas as to where we can either bring in more cash or cut some things out of the budget to leave more profit for us. And then we implement those going into the new year. Uh, You know, and this year, like I said, could have been our worst year since we opened. Uh, But it looks like this is going to be by far our best year. Uh, As of right now, our sales are up 54%. Over last year, last year our sales were up thirty percent. So, we're we're up, you know, eighty. What does that make it eighty eight percent over three years ago? Which is amazing, and and once again, we're truly fortunate because this could have been a really really bad situation when all of the uh, brick and mortar restaurants scaled back. uh, It, you know, I've been using the analogy. It's kind of like a little speedboat. Uh, having to make a hard left turn and pivot versus a big cruise ship, having to make a hard left turn and pivot. We are uh, so small that we're able to just make a decision and put that into play. Uh, It took all of the, uh, the franchises and the chains and the big corporate uh, guys a little while to, to make that pivot. They, they've got a lot more people. They've got to get in line. And, and, kind of situate everything so so we were fortunate there as well um you know what we did we talked about it a little bit in the last podcast but uh we were saying if everything gets shut down the thing to do would be to go to neighborhoods well I think the day I recorded that podcast we started putting on social media that we would come out to neighborhoods and that has kept us going we've got our our spot um, you know, one of our main spots is on a is on the army base here. It's uh, half army, half NASA, on Redstone Arsenal. And uh, you know, there's a gate. It's it's kind of a captured audience. It's uh, there's not a lot of food to eat there, other than like a church's chicken and a subway and a Burger King and things of that nature. So a lot of the food truck people in Huntsville, where we are, that's kind of our bread and butter. Okay, so the first thing that happened was uh nasa had a couple people come down with covid and they immediately shut down all independent contractors uh we're we're still not back you know it's been two months plus and we're still not back on the arsenal um so what we did is we had a little spot that we used to hit that is basically in the same parking lot as our uh, commissary and it's right on the you know the busiest street in town And so we'd go set up out there. So what we did is we immediately started going up, setting up out there, uh, just letting people know like, hey, we're off the arsenal. Uh, This is where we're going to be. This is going to kind of be our home base until we get started. And uh, then we started booking neighborhoods. So as we started booking neighborhoods, we ended up doing, uh, now we try to take Sunday and Monday off just to give everybody, uh, all the employees a little bit of, uh, you know, personal time and we just all have to regroup on for a couple days. That's our weekend. So what we've done is pretty much booked uh, neighborhoods dealing with HOAs and and neighborhood associations and we've been booking neighborhoods Tuesday night through Saturday night and we've been doing that for two months so far. Uh, Right now we're currently booked all the way through the end of June so that will be you know a little more uh, let's let's just call it three months to make the numbers simple, uh, but three months of going out to neighborhoods every night, uh, Tuesday through Saturday, and uh, that's been driving our business really, you know, between that and our, our uh, little home-based spot that we set up, and, and it got to where we were only doing that uh, two days a week, we were doing Thursday and Friday, and then if we had if we got rained out you know some things and it left some hours open in the schedule before everyone got into overtime we would go out on saturday to make up for it uh out to our little home base spot there so overall uh has been great for us i know there's you know it's tough seeing a bright spot in this tragedy but business wise it's been great um you know, we've, uh, we've we've tried a variety of different things. Of course, ordering online through Square has uh, has gotten amazing quick. Uh, they were ready with that technology. They've been working on it for a while. Um, and then when all of this happened, they just dropped it. And we're like, we're going to put it out. We're going to work through the issues. And uh, we're going to do what we need to do to, to make sure all of our merchants and vendors are supported. Of course, uh, Square went through and gave everybody. Uh, if you had marketing, which we use daily, you know we've got seventy thousand email addresses that we uh, we don't do it with the neighborhoods, but if we do it at our home base spot or somewhere special, we send out emails to seventy thousand people every day. Um, which I know some people might say that's annoying. You know, some people say once a week is is what you do, but. Uh, we gladly welcome everybody to unsubscribe that, that don't want to get those, uh, you know, notifications. So uh, we send those out and then we tie in our links to order online and our links to order delivery uh, right there in those emails. We also do a, uh, a user service called ClickSend, ClickSend.com. We started gathering uh, cell phone numbers, mobile numbers uh, a year or so ago and uh telling people we have a page on our website that if you want to get location updates via sms uh just put your your information in here with your cell phone number and and so we gathered those up and and that's only about uh i think we got like 400 people that get uh notifications through that uh that avenue and uh that works pretty good and we can also put links in there, et cetera, to order online, or we can put pictures and promote what we're, uh, what we're focusing on that day. Uh, and that has helped as well. So between the, uh, going, going all in on marketing, we used to take it really easy and and we were scared to do, you know, a couple times a month and emails. We've really doubled down on that. We've had, you know, we have had some unsubscribes, uh, but, it has helped us because every day we get a few people that were like, Hey, we didn't even know you were here. We actually just ate dinner, but we wanted to come by and get something. Uh, And they still come by and get something. So it's, uh, it's been great that, that people are willing to, uh, you know, deal with a little mild annoyance of marketing. I know it gets overwhelming with marketing in your email box, but, but people really want to support local uh, during this time. And, and they're, everybody's being very gracious so uh, you know we switched up the neighborhoods we talked about that Uh, we doubled down on our email and mobile marketing Uh, you know we didn't know if we would be profitable during all this that was a question I went back and listened to the old coronavirus uh, podcast and you know I was kind of unsure about whether or not we would be profitable but I had a plan of how we would continue to work um And like I said, we're up 54% in sales for the year. So, so we have been blessed. Um, we have kept up the, uh, no touch, uh, customer transaction. Basically we put the, uh, little Bluetooth credit card, uh, chip scanner out on the table and we ask people to dunk their own credit cards. You know, we have them just stick their chip in there and then we hold the iPad around where they could see it, uh ask them if it's okay for us to make their signature and then ask them, you know, would you like to leave a tip? Would you like to do, I think it offers 10, 15, 20%. Uh, and then we ask them if they'd like to leave a tip and we handle all of that for them. So they don't have to touch. We're not, you know, passing back, uh, back and forth the iPad. So we have to, to basically cross contaminate each other. Um, we have done a couple of times to where we just set the food truck up, uh, And set up a drive through line, you know, and we just let people pull up and line up in their cars. Uh, And that seems to actually work fairly well, especially, you know, just yesterday we were at an event. We were on the the fence about whether or not we were going to uh, go because of the weather. It was going to rain. We made the decision to go. Uh, Everything pointed to the fact that the rain had dried up. Well, about 45 minutes into service, here came the rain um we were packing up getting ready to leave and cars started pulling up in the middle of a thunderstorm and we just had them line up and basically serve them take their orders serve them out the window uh so nobody has to really get wet nobody has to get out in the rain and it worked very well um you know just go to any chick-fil-a and take a look at the system they've got working and uh that's all we did, you know. When we thought, what if we have to switch this to drive-through, so people doesn't, you know, they don't have to get out and gather around the truck? Uh, we were gonna kind of steal Chick-fil-A's system and and go from car to car, taking orders and just let them pull up to the truck and pick it up. Uh, so that that would have uh, that would have worked, you know. We still may implement that in some way. Um you know, we talked about the importance the importance of ordering online during all this. That that has really helped us. We send our emails and things out uh, about 9 a.m. Uh, somewhere between 9 and 9:30. 9 I've been experimenting with you know how many clicks they get at what time, how many orders we get online. Uh, so somewhere between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. There's a sweet spot. Uh, as what the best time is to send, we don't know yet. I'm basically putting all of the information in a spreadsheet, and after a year or so, I'm gonna uh, drill down on it and see, you know, what time it gets the most clicks and opens, and what time uh, we get the most orders, et cetera. And then that's gonna be our standard. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's my update for uh, COVID nineteen, and you know, into 2020, of course. Uh, we're sitting here at the end of may and we're up 54 percent uh i couldn't be uh happier don't get me wrong we're all tired and we all uh we take the week of uh you know fourth of july off uh to let everybody go on vacation etc um and it's all overdue we're all tired we're all uh you know kind of worn out and and tattered and and beat and exhausted but uh but it's all right. You know, we've, we've all come together as a team. We did our best to keep everybody working. Uh, thankfully, we didn't have to lay off anybody. Uh, we had an employee that did, you know, kind of get a reduction in hours. But at least he was still working. Uh, so, so there we are. I mean, this is just a, just a quick update. And uh, let's hope we can continue uh, moving this direction. Uh, you know one thing I did want to talk about before I got out of here uh, before I end this was the uh, the trends as things normalize. Um, you know we were getting destroyed the first month and then it started to slack off uh, once all of the uh, chains and corporate guys kind of got their got their ships turned around. And uh, we saw it slack off. We saw our numbers cut in half in neighborhoods, uh, just because people realized, like, hey, I can drive up to, you know, whatever Popeyes Chicken, and and go through the drive-through, and uh, people aren't quite as scared to to leave their house and to go at, interact with people. So uh, a lot of the big chain restaurants started getting their business back, and uh, you know that that got us a little bit. But hey, we're we're doing fine still. It's not a we're not moving as many groceries as we were but it's still good um so it's going to be interesting to see you know my big thing was was Alabama opened back up last week uh pretty much for everything uh so i don't know how that's going to divert business away from us as of right now we're only a week in um so we'll see you know maybe i'll do a follow up a uh you know do a follow up for a covid Update part three or something, and and we'll go from there. Uh, but right now things are looking good. I hope everybody out there is doing great. Uh, so so pull your socks up, tighten your belt. Let's go out there and get this money. And uh, I hope everybody's maintaining and doing okay out there. I hope this helps. And uh, as always, you can go to uh, foodtruckhelp.com and uh, get in contact. I'm gonna try to make it a point to uh, to start checking that a little more often. Uh, now that things are starting to normalize and I'm not just getting destroyed every day, uh, and coming home and going to sleep. So, uh, keep listening. If you've got anything, please comment. Um, you can find this on SoundCloud, Apple, or Apple podcast, uh, you know, anywhere podcasts are basically carries the podcast now. So that's, uh, that's great. We've got some widespread, uh, coverage. Uh, if there's anything I can help you with, send a message. And uh, I'll try to get into a future podcast. So thanks for tuning in. Everybody go get that money and uh, Food Truckers Unite and do our thing. All right, y'all. Talk to you soon.